straightforward as it might have been, the Chief Financial Officers Act still has yet to be fully implemented by the 24 departments and agencies to which it applies, this nearly 30 years after enactment. For the last 10 years, the White House has failed to prepare five-year plans the law requires. For the latest check on the CFO Act, we turn to the Government Accountability Office's Director of Financial Management and Assurance Issues, Don Simpson. Ms. Simpson, good to have you back. Thank you for having me. So this is different from the annual financial audit of agencies' books that GAO does. This was a look at their implementation. And I guess the big surprise maybe is that so far into the era of the CFO Act, agencies still haven't fully implemented all of its provisions. What did you find there? So we looked at, over the last 30 years, what has happened uh, as it relates to federal financial management. And what we found is there has been substantial progress made since the enactment of the Chief Financial Officers Act in 1990 uh, related to federal financial management. Um, There's been substantial improvements as it relates to financial reporting with the preparation and audit of financial statements, as well as the establishment of chief financial officer positions in each of the 24 CFO Act agencies, to then many internal control problems being resolved uh, throughout the government. But with this substantial progress, there is still um, much that can be done to fully um, realize the vision of the CFO Act, which was really to have timely, useful, and reliable data for financial decision-making. And so what we found is there are opportunities to to fully realize that vision um, in the CFO Act. Because one of the things that you found that could be improved is better linking of performance and cost information for decision, from decision-making. So even though the data might be there, sounds like CFOs, chief financial officers, can do more to help the agencies make use of that data in their decision-making. Right. That is one area where there is opportunity um, that, that to be able to better link between your performance information to your cost information um, in order to, to have the information for your decision-making. Yes, that is, that is an area where opportunity still remains. The implication is that CFOs are not simply accountants or bean counters or something, but really strategic partners then to the programs from just coming from the financial standpoint. Right. And what we found is that among the, the CFOs, the while the act gave them broad responsibilities related to financial management activities, the responsibilities that the individual CFOs have across the agencies do vary. And so one of um, a potential opportunity for enhancement is to standardize the, the CFO's responsibilities across government to make sure that they do have the responsibilities needed to effectively carry out federal financial management. Because the CFO Act did place specific requirements on agencies for the duties of CFOs. And I remember one CFO from many years ago during early parts of the George W. Bush administration who was lamenting that his agency, his department, hadn't implemented all of the provisions and several others had not. It sounds like still in this latter-day 30-year period, the agencies still haven't fully adopted all of the provisions the statute called for. We found that the responsibilities do vary among the the CFOs. Some of the CFOs do not have the budget formulation and execution functions that 
that would be helpful for them to have to to fully carry out their financial management responsibilities. We're speaking with Dawn Simpson. She's Director of Financial Management and Assurance Issues at the Government Accountability Office and getting into some of the details of internal controls and finance. You did find in this latest report that, well, I'll just quote it, the federal government faces many internal control problems still, in spite of CFOs being in place for all these years. Tell us more about that finding. So there have been many internal control problems addressed over the last 30 years. And so the the federal government, when you look back at 1996, only six agencies were able to obtain a clean opinion on their financial statements. For fiscal year 2018, just last year, 22 of the 24 CFO Act agencies were able to obtain a clean opinion on their financial statements. So there has been substantial progress in the reliability of information, and a part of that getting to that reliability of information is the improvement of internal controls down at the agency level. However, there are still opportunities to improve internal controls. There are um, still government-wide material weaknesses that are preventing GAO from um, being able to provide a, a clean opinion on the U.S. government's consolidated financial statements. And there are three major impediments that are preventing um, uh, an opinion at the consolidated government-wide level, and those relate to the Department of Defense and their financial management problems, as well as transactions that are occurring between federal government entities. Uh, The elimination of those transactions is necessary at the consolidated level, and the process and controls need to be improved to effectively make that happen, as well as the preparation of the consolidated financial statements themselves. There are control deficiencies related to ensuring that the disclosures are in, in accordance with accounting principles, as well as the preparation of two of the financial statements at the government-wide level related to reconciling the budget to cost and cash. So there are areas where additional focus is needed related to internal controls uh, to get to having that timely, reliable, and useful information. So the result is most of the agencies now are able to get that clean financial statement every year but the government as a whole, you still can't quite, largely because of DOD, but also for some of these other internal controls and intragovernmental transactions that take place. Right. What we found is there has been substantial progress down at the agency level compared to you know where it was back in the 90s to where we are today. But there are some areas that still need additional focus uh, to really achieve um, the vision of reliable financial information. And you also found that, uh, like in so many other domains within the government, the workforce planning issue needs to be addressed a little bit more carefully to make sure that people are there for the financial management needs of the government in the future. And just from your standpoint, what's the selling point for doing finance in the government? I would think it would be be interesting to a financial person just because of the large numbers involved. So now that we're moving from more the um, having – uh, a discipline of federal financial statements. Uh, there, are, there are opportunities now for when you get into the better linking of performance and cost information uh, to really um, understand and analyze the data 
that that now is reliable from a from an agent's perspective they've gotten to the discipline of having reliable financial data with their as it relates to their financial statements, and they can move beyond that um, to to really achieve the vision of having reliable, timely, and useful information for decision making. And then that's where, with having a workforce with the skill sets, uh, that's where there's opportunity to um, to fill. The, the gaps in the federal workforce um, related to those type of skill sets. And in this report, did you make any recommendations to Congress for statutory changes, or is the act pretty much intact and useful the way it is? Everyone just needs to keep chipping away at all of, of those little issues to get to the finality of what the act calls for. So we provided some preliminary observations on ways to really fulfill the purposes of this CFO Act. And we've touched on uh, some of those as it relates to um, the responsibilities of the CFOs um, to give them the responsibilities needed to effectively uh, carry out financial management responsibilities. We also provided an opportunity as it relates to deputy CFOs. Uh, Frequently, there are vacancies at the CFO level, and when that occurs, the it would be the deputy CFO that would act um, in the CFO position. And so if the deputy CFO had the same responsibilities that the CFO does, they would be better prepared to step into that acting role. And so that was a, a potential um, opportunity for enhancement is to, um, to provide the deputy CFOs with uh, the same responsibilities. Don Simpson is Director of Financial Management and Assurance Issues at the Government Accountability Office. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. We'll post this interview and a link to the new report at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 